0: much to do on the YouTube so they curate a list for you do you want to watch your favorite creator or have a chat on discord later well you better get hip to Indie Left Indie Left Indie Left dot news
1: don't tell me that his audio didn't work No way, that didn't just happen. Okay, well, we'll have to fix that in post. (laughs) That's great. Well, um, this is Indie Left. Welcome. Welcome to Friends of Indie Left, this show, and thank you so much for being here and checking this out. I'm really excited about the show, which I thought would be a great way for all of us to learn more about the people whose work and analysis we amplify regularly in Independent Left News, in leftist.today and even in our Discord server, independentleft.gg. Uh, the idea behind creating the show is that we we want to learn what what makes these awesome people tick. Uh, there's a reason why we include their content in our aggregator site. And we wanna we want you to see what what we see. And I think a lot of times you do, and that's why you're here. And without further ado, I'm gonna give them a kick-ass intro, but I'll I, I will reveal who is here. Wait, hold on. Let me see. Can we Turn on a chat here. Turn on a chat. Turn off a chat, and here we go. Ron Placone, welcome to Friends of What's Indie up? Left, dude. Wow, I've got a lot I want to I want to talk to you about. Uh, first of all, thank you for the theme song. Um, it's yeah, awesome. Of course, everybody loves it. Uh, I get I get you know I use it on every video ever for every day and all the updates that I put out there, and I use it as the theme song for how do we miss that and for this and um people smile when they hear it and now we, we got someone who's going to be working on some post production and uh, and and doing it up to to see what else we can add to it but uh i also wanted to thank you because i was just independent left news until you made this theme song and now I became indie left, like literally. You you named me indie left. I had to buy oh, a domain really? name. <laughs>
0: I didn't realize that. I that's funny. I I didn't know that. I thought it was always just indie left, and, and that's why that's why I made your theme song accordingly. No, I mean, it's great. Guess in independent left, wouldn't have really fit the uh, melody. So
1: no, no. So I'm, glad, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you liked it. Oh, no, I'm so glad you did. Look, look, look what ended up happening. It's, it's so great. Uh, again, really appreciate that. Um, so I, I did have some questions for you, but, uh, again, introductions. So Ron Placone is a comedian, he is a writer, he is a performer, he is an actor. He's done, uh, you've, I think you've even done some, some like sketch stuff, uh, you know, um, like, like, um, artists and, and drawing and, that type so oh, like no, 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 no. no, oh, I, I no guitar to, uh, music. That's right. You play, you play, you play music. He's a musician, so I make
0: fun theme songs for people. Yeah, and, and I rewrite some protest songs and and update them, and and it's fun. Uh, but yeah, I, I can't draw to save my life, man. I couldn't. If if you told me to draw a nice picture like right now, I wouldn't be able to.
1: Yeah, my my kids ask me to draw nice pictures all the time, and it's just not like not a not a good thing. Um. I wanted to ask about you and streaming because, you know, like I, I didn't, you know, I knew you kind of from, from Jimmy and, and, and from watching the Jimmy Dore show before, but, but I want to ask when you started streaming and, and I started following your channel, I think in the beginning of pandemic or so, uh, how, how long have you been doing a U- YouTube show before that?
0: Well, I did stuff on YouTube off and on, like for many, many years, but, um, but I would kind of do something and then I would, you know, end it or take a break or I would just kind of post a stand-up clip and then do nothing for like a year. So, um, as far as how long have I been doing, like get your news on with Ron, I think I started that show in 2018 and it was just sort of like a fun little, um, you know, just sort of a stream where I would just kind of talk about the news of the day that was important to me. And when it first started, it was very, um, really kind of um, grassrootsy and and off the cuff where like people would tweet me stuff that they wanted to talk about and I would just kind of respond to it in real time. But that got to be like a little, um, just kind of a little much to stay on top of. So, you know, the the kind of concept uh, of the show has morphed some over the years. And, you know, now it's just a show where it's just all the things that I think are very important um, that should be talked about. And most of these things are often not talked about. So, you know, in my theme song, because I wrote my own theme song too for Get Your News On With Ron, it goes uh, protest politics and digital rights, climate change, MMT, and we love strikes. So those are a lot of the things that I I talk about. I I talk about digital rights a lot, which is a very, very, um, a very underrepresented topic. I feel like there's not a lot of people who cover that. Um, I cover climate change, which you know is covered to varying degrees uh, out there, and you know I, I do a segment on MMT once a month, um, and then of course workers' rights, protests, strikes, stuff like that. That that that's kind of uh, that's kind of my wheelhouse. That's not the only stuff I talk about, but those are the main bullet points.
1: Yeah, no, uh, that, exactly. And we i have been watching the show for again about year, year and a half. We've been sponsoring, uh, and you do an awesome trailer at the beginning, a little bumper at the beginning of every of every show where you you, you kind of hype hype indie left, and you do have have a channel in our Discord. I'm going to show you that at some point, maybe if we have some time. But uh, yeah, that, everyone's talking in the chat. They love the roommate skits and 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 all of thank you. Uh, the, you know, the, uh, the political roommates is great that we've right. seen that on YouTube, on, uh, on Instagram, we, you know, those shorts, they're great. I, we saw Fiorella I know was, was in one. So yeah, you, know, F- you, you got F- fans coming uh, in.
0: Yeah. She played Denmark. She was, and, th- and that was like, that was, um, like a little over a year ago when you know we were really on lockdown lockdown so we kind of did all that remotely like i i recorded everything remotely at my apartment and then she just sort of you know i emailed her the script and i just kind of gave her some direction and she just kind of did it on her own like completely remotely and then sent it to me so that, that was fun
1: yeah that, that, those were great to watch and i again appreciate you doing those and they were and, and you cut those, and you did a lot of the production yourself, because that was something I, I actually wanted to ask you about. Was like, how do you navigate all the tech? Uh, because I noticed that that you seem to do ha, have a, a pretty decent skill when it comes to to all the technical stuff. Uh, you I know, when no, so <laughs> you say that you have a I you have a producer or so, someone that that helps you cut all that stuff and an editor and.
0: No, I don't. Uh, So my buddy, Joe, Joseph Sakata, he does some, uh, you know, some basic stuff. Like he'll edit, like if I need a clip here or there, he'll do that. Uh, And then he'll make, uh, he makes thumbnails and and stuff like that. So he helps me out with a little bit here and there, Um, you know, as much as I, you know, can, can afford to pay him to do so basically. But, um, but as far as like, uh, you know, the political party roommates and stuff like that, I I just kind of edit all that myself in iMovie. I mean, it's very, uh, it's very basic bare bones editing. I, I, wish I was, I wish I was more tech savvy and, and, you know, kind of dressed up my clips a little more and I, I, probably should, but, but yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not the most tech savvy guy in the world, but, but you know, I, I can, um, I can do enough to, to get like a little basic goofy sketch done, I suppose.
1: Well, your, your streams sound awesome. They look great. Uh, uh, you, the videos and clips that you put together look incredibly professionally produced. So whatever you're doing, keep, keep doing that. And if you do need help, I know that there's a whole big fan base that does have text tech, tech skills you can always tap into. And, and they're, they're more than willing and happy to to step up and do that. I know, I, I know my, my co it's kind of funny, you know, you talk about get your news on with Ron and some of the topics and, and, uh, or last year, I was actually inspired to start a show with with this guy Reef, who who uh who runs the Jimmy Dore Discord server, uh, unofficial. But um, so he's my co-host for the show, and we do the same thing. We talk a lot about labor. We talk a lot about environmental stuff. We talk a lot about corruption. We talk a lot about uh, uh you know economy and and economics. Not as much MMT though. We are both versed in MMT and. Friends with the real progressives and 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 support MMT and uh, I think it's a is it Jeff Epstein that that you have on I think that that's your yeah, MMT co-host. Jeff,
0: yeah, Jeff is um well Jeff I, I've known for a little bit. He was the first MMT guest I've ever had, and then he also um on my theme song he does the high harmony uh like that uh, I've Get never out. heard like the Get Your News Out with Ron theme song but sure. there's a there's a high harmony there and that is Jeff's voice. Uh so yeah, he at one point, I don't know how it came to fruition, but he just mentioned, you know, doing just a monthly MMT centric segment. And I said, yeah, that, that sounds cool. You know, I I mean I I find MMT very interesting. Um, and you know, I've read Debt and I've read Stephanie Kelton's book. Uh I'm not, you know, I, I'm not like super uh a connoisseur on MMT the way some people are. Um nor am I, I, I'm not one of these people where, where I take any one idea and I go, this is the holy grail that will save us all. Like, like right? I'm not that guy when it comes to anything, really. I mean, I, I guess the thing that I'm most passionate about as far as what I cover uh, is stuff like uh, municipal broadband, city-owned internet and Mm -hmm. uh you know net neutrality and stuff like that but even that i'm not one of these people who is uh, if we get municipal broadband all over the country every problem will be solved and we'll all have wings i know that's not the case uh but it but it would be uh, a helpful thing in our society i do know that so uh but yeah I, i i do a monthly mmt segment and uh and it's a lot of fun jeff and i have some really fun chats around mmt
1: yeah, it it would be a helpful equalizer. I agree for the community broadband. Uh, that I, that also, I literally got a call from a neighbor this today and uh, asking about mesh wi- mesh wireless broadband, and they're they're getting terrible. You know, there's residents are asking them about it all, all over town, and 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 it's exactly what we need. And, and there's a monopoly in my town actually, in in half of my town where there's there's only the cable company you can go to. So a municipal option would certainly be amazing for for competition's sake, for improving everything, you know. Um and and you've even got uh, you know, fiber optic that potentially could come in that the monopolies got locked out because they've got friends in the city government, you know. So and you know, that's the other thing I, I really like that you talk about a lot is uh, that you support and promote people that are running for local office, and and I know you've talked about you know kind of national politics, and I'm kind of right where you are that 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 that's something unless you got a billion dollar uh, a billion dollars in the bank or, or a super PAC, um, it's going to be really hard to get the ear the ear of a politician uh, that's a national politician and. So I I'm with you on focusing on mutual aid and focusing on local politics and focusing on making a difference, uh, with with your neighbor next next to you and helping the people next to you that that need the help for sure. Um, I had to ask because somebody did ask me for my patreons, but uh, the red berets uh, and I saw that you were a signature captain recently. They just actually announced that they were doing a super pack. I didn't know if you had anything. Have you talked about that? Did you, did you hear about that yet?
0: Um, I heard the, that the doctor is is starting a pack that Dr. Joe Jarvis, um, that's, that's the extent of what I know about it. Mm. Uh, I haven't, I haven't looked into what exactly they're doing or, or what all is, uh, is around that. I mean, I, I know that, uh, you know, the whole Washington folks, I've done their theme song. Um, and right. you know, I, I, support, I support a state by state, effort to try to get single payer healthcare. I, I think the end goal of course is federal policy, but, um, but I think that the state by state approach is a, um, is, is a noteworthy way to try to get there. Uh, and for all the reasons that you just mentioned, we have a lot more power locally, uh, and even at the state level than we do, uh, nationally. And if someone's going to just have a federal or bust approach, um, you know, we might be waiting a very, very long time, uh, potentially uh, indefinitely. And people don't have that luxury. So while a state by state approach is not perfect, um, there are some flaws with it. and, And I recognize those flaws myself. It is still a noteworthy approach. The bill that we have here in California, AB 1400, it would save the state billions of dollars on healthcare costs, and it would insure everybody. So there's literally no reason not to do it. And if a state like California, or Washington, or New York, or wherever else, Vermont, if they get it, and other states see how it works, well, then, you know, there's a couple things that get accomplished there. One, the insurance companies get crippled in that market, they no longer, you know, can kind of operate what they do in a big customer base, like California or New York. So it weakens their power. Mm -hmm. Uh, And two, it also will hopefully lead to some federal legislation because other, you know, other states will see how efficient it is and other states will get it, you know, kind of similar to to cannabis. You know, we're on our way to, you know, federal legalization of cannabis. Oh, I um, hope so. Yeah, well, I think it's inevitable at this point. And so, you know, healthcare could be a similar journey, kind of like what Canada went through, where it's like one province uh, or one province, excuse me, got it. And then the rest of the country did so. You know, it's not the most glamorous way to get there, but it's uh, it's a noteworthy way to get there, and uh, it's worth pursuing, as is straight-up federal legislation. But the reality of that situation is, you know, how many people are going to vote for it when push comes to shove in, in the House and in the Senate? I mean, so many people are against Medicare for All openly, or they're they're for it when it's convenient, but when push comes to shove, they won't show up, so...
1: Yeah it's it's one of the toughest issues and again you know there's the fighting on all fronts and, and and I've I've talked extensively with the whole Washington people I've talked extensively with with the MMT and 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 the real real progress the the federal you know it has to happen from the federal level because they issue the the currency and and right. they guarantee it and I, I i get both sides of it and i i'm i'm not smart enough to know the answer honestly i'm just going to support well, everybody in every way they want to they want to be supported right because we're all no, fighting for the same you. goal right you know i think i, I, I think that's I, where you are too
0: no 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 i agree with you 100% right? the the one thing i would say to that though is is i don't see how um how they have to be conflicting ideas at the end of the day, it's all just a means to an end yep. and uh, whether we get there one state at a time or whether we get federal legislation right away, um, you know, as long as we get there, I'm happy. You're happy. You know I mean? That that's the goal at the end of the day. I think that in a situation as desperate as this one where people, we are light years behind every other industrialized country in the world. And it's by design Everyone knows a single pair universal healthcare system would be infinitely better. Everybody knows that, but the insurance lobby has our country by the balls. It's yep. always been that way. So, you know, this idea that we can be picky and choosy over how we fight for it. That's that's nuts. I'm sorry. That is nuts to say like, well, we can't go this method. Cause it's a little less than ideal. Are you, this is yeah. an emergency. Yeah. This isn't this isn't some freaking hobby. This is an emergency. People are dying. There are people fighting on the ground floor uh, for healthcare right now that if something doesn't change, they're going to die soon. They have conditions. They cannot get their medicine. They're going to die. And you want to say like, well, the state-by-state approach is, but like, come on. And, and by the way, just for the record, you know, people who, because sometimes you know, you get some of the more, um, I guess, dogmatic personalities about this whole thing that say like, well, it completely conflicts with MMT. Stephanie Kelton herself has said but that the state-by-state approach is a noble approach. Stephanie Kelton herself has spoken highly of that. It has nothing to do with MMT in, in many ways as much as it has to do with a means to an end. A state-by-state approach is a means to an end for federal legislation, which of course we need because of things like MMT.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, I wanted to also ask, I don't know, I know we don't have that much time, but I wanted to ask about crypto platforms because you were one of the first people on Rockfin. Uh, You've got an amazing uh, following on there. I saw you, you've got one of the, one of the largest uh, followings on uh, of the lefty streamers, which again, you've worked really hard to, to, Talk about Rockfin to promote that that platform, invested time, and I'm thrilled that it's paying off. And I'm and I'm I've also you know in full disclosure, I got into to Ray tokens. I was again a, a gram supporter for a long time, and and again everybody on the platform is just fantastic. Richard Medhurst actually got me into it a long time ago, about about a year and a half ago, um, and so I wanted to know to get your take on the censorship on moving to crypto platforms on how important it is and giving people advice on setting up those alternate methods uh, of revenue all uh, those alternate methods so you can't be shut down i know you've had times when they when they shut down your youtube channel so so i i'd love to hear you talk about that a little bit and, and give some advice to people that are starting their own their own channels and platforms that, that would really be great
0: sure man i mean i don't, I don't know how like how Great, my advice would be. But, um, but yeah, I mean, as far as you mentioned censorship, I've been saying the same thing for five years. I will probably say the same thing for the rest of my freaking life because, uh, you know, issues like these don't really change. Uh, I think that all uh, digital platforms, all, um, you know, platforms like YouTube, whoever it is, Rockfin, whoever else, should follow the free speech laws of the United States. We have free speech laws. We've been tweaking them, working them for many, many years. There are legal experts and scholars dedicated to this type of work. We have free speech laws. They exist. They've always existed. This whole thing where it's like, how do we, what do we do for these platforms? Should Mark Zuckerberg and his friends decide what is and isn't news? How could that possibly go wrong? Gee, I don't know. Um, it's not that freaking hard. We have free speech laws. And there should be a digital bill of rights where people need to follow the free speech laws online and they need to be followed and no one should be censored unless they violate a free speech law, just like in regular society. It's that simple. Been saying the same thing for five years. I'll say the same thing for the rest of my life. Cause I have a feeling nothing's actually going to change. Um, so that's that as far as like people, you know, starting their own shows or channels or whatever, You know, my advice and take it for what it's worth, um, just do what you want to do and put out the stuff that you want to put out. Um, There's a lot of kind of gimmicky things that people can do. um, And, you know, if that's your thing, by all means, do it. If that's not your thing, then don't do it. I mean, I definitely spent some time, especially as I was figuring out, you know, the show that I was trying to put together, where I kind of started doing the things I thought I had to do uh, instead of the things I really wanted to do. And um, I wasn't having as much fun. So now, you know, my show's called get your news on with Ron. So you get your news on with Ron and it's the stuff that Ron, who is me uh, really thinks is important to talk about. And the the guests that I have on are people who uh, bring something compelling to the table. Um, you know, or they're talking about a topic that I'm interested in. Like today, I had a guy on who is building Earthships. I'm intrigued by Earthships. I wanted to learn more about them. So I had him on and I think that's, um, you know, that stuff that interests me. Will that interest everybody? No, but it'll interest some people and uh, I hope they'll listen and get something out of it. So I, I guess my advice would be you know, just kind of do what you want to do. Cause at the end of the day, it's like, you're not reporting to anybody. So you might as well uh, just make the most out of that and enjoy it. I've gotten all kinds of feedback, uh, positive and negative uh, of people saying, well, you need to do this and you need to, and I'm like, no, I don't. I don't need to do anything. And the thing you just mentioned, I don't want to do. So I wouldn't be enjoying it. So let someone else do that. Cause maybe they'll like it. And that's great. And people who like that thing, well, there it is. It's available to them. The people right. who like what I'm doing, well, here I am. I'm available to them. And uh, then we can just all get along on this crazy thing we call the Internet.
1: Right. People actually doing shows on stuff that they want to do and and not having to cover the stuff that they don't want to cover because they don't want to cover it. I mean, I, I hear that all again. Why aren't you covering this or? People get mad that, that I've got this person or that person included in the newsletter, or, or that I, that I'm platforming or amplifying. That's that's my favorite word. You're platforming. I've I've, I've got a newsletter that I, I share some YouTube links of and some articles of people that I that I like and I think people should see too. You know, like I'm right there with you. Um, and then and then of course you know I, I'm a big fan of stand up comedy. Uh, me and Reef watch a ton of stand up. I want to ask a little bit about the crossover between politics and comedy and and the kind of like, um, I see it as, look, going back like to, to Carlin, and the, it's been a, a great bullshit detector. Uh, I noticed, you know, pe- people who go out on the road specifically, they have to, the, you know, you deal with hecklers and, and all kinds of stuff. Uh, and and I think that almost prepared you a little bit more maybe, you know, for, for the YouTube world and dealing with, with the... Uh, the trolls that you get sometimes right uh, on YouTube I never
0: thought about it that way but yeah that's interesting I I honestly never thought about it that way but but yeah that's an interesting way to look at it I like you know
1: that. you know you you're quick on your feet so so sometimes you have to improvise on stage like I just see a lot of crossover and a lot of similarity and again you you guys are like mixing it up and you've got to make the everyman laugh in a dark room where you can't see their faces so it's like i i I, th- I think you're doing all right uh you know, again we've we've been supporters of of what you do for for a while and and we're gonna continue to be um so um yeah well all right so i've got two other questions um one was about the People's Party. Are you still involved? Are you, I, I think I saw you were an elector in California. I know they're getting on the ballot. How, how does how does 2022 look for them? Any? I,
0: I wish I knew. I mean, I, um, I don't know the exact status. I, I believe, yeah, they are getting on the ballot here in California and a couple other states. Uh, as far as my personal involvement, I mean, you know, I've always said to Nick, I'm like, look, anything I can do to help let me know. Um, I was on the advisory council. Um, my understanding of it is that we were basically just placeholders and were a, either in the process or it's already happened of being replaced by actually elected people, uh, which is the way it should be. I mean, th- those types of positions should be held by people who ran for them and were voted in. Um, and I have openly said a number of times, I am not running for anything. Um, I do not like electoralism. I do not want to be involved in it very much at all. Um, I'm only involved in it in ways where I feel like I would actually help. And for me to kind of, you know, take an actual position when there are people on the ground floor uh, doing the grunt work of of getting on ballots, of of building a movement, um, you know, that's not really my place to do so. But when Nick approached me to kind of be a placeholder and in particular, he told me he wanted somebody to help frame, um, you know, their kind of perspective on digital rights to kind of, you know, write what it means to to stand by digital rights and net neutrality, municipal broadband. Um, You know, that was something I was eager to do. And I said, yeah, I'm more than happy to do that. I'm more than happy to, uh, you know, talk to any People's Party's candidates about those issues to help frame their perspectives. So, you know, they know what municipal broadband is. They know the ins and outs of something like net neutrality, and, and they're ready to speak on it. Um, you know, it's something I'm more than happy to do for honestly, anyone who would ask me to do it. Um, so, yeah, that that's my uh, involvement. And as far as like, if they, you know, run candidates, I, I will try to to help to the best of my ability. You know, I mean, anyone who's trying to kind of change the status quo and break up the duopoly is is, is a friend of mine. You know, I I I, uh, I support what MPPs doing, and I support what the Greens are doing. I can I support what the PSL is doing. Uh, I think at the end of the day, if we want to have any real electoral power. Um, every single third-party lefty movement will have to get under one umbrella. Yeah. I don't know which umbrella that will be or what it will look like, uh, and I don't know how to accomplish that exactly because yeah. if I did, <laughs> I would have tried to have done it already. Right? You know, the, 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 I mean, there's a lot of people, you know, we have a lot more in common than we don't have in common. So, you know, it, it's time to kind of figure out a way to uh, unite under one umbrella that doesn't mean we have to agree on everything that doesn't mean we have to just you know sing kumbaya every day but if we can kind of like come together as one sort of working front uh be it in the form of a political party or 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 just a a workers movement kind of similar to what happened right before we got the new deal um you know that's the only way we're going to see any substantial wins i think so so you know I, i know i kind of took your question in a number of different ways but 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 that is my involvement and and also just how I feel uh, in the bigger picture of things and the, and the, by the way, that's what attracted me to the People's Party in the first place you know I mean I was at the convergence conference in 2017. Mm-hmm. I saw everybody from um, you know greens to environmentalists to the DSA to the YdSA to the SA, Um, you know, to people running locally, to just, uh, you know, regular activists with Extinction Rebellion, uh, to podcasters, to creative types, uh, to musicians, to comedians, you know, everybody was just sort of gathering, uh, realizing that something drastic needed to be done uh, to change the status quo in this country and to change the status quo electorally in this country. And, uh, you know, I think at the end of the day, that that is hopefully still the goal, even though, you know, there's been a lot of uh, quarrels and a lot of bickering and, you know, I try my best to, uh, to navigate those waters just like everyone else.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's shark infested waters out there, especially in the, uh, in the content creator on the left game at the moment, everybody seems to be wanting to get into debates and snipe. And it's, it's been a bit of a challenge and, uh, I, I have to laud and commend you because you're, you're kind of everybody's friend and, uh, and I kind of, you're, you're neutral in, in that way. And I, I totally respect and admire that. And I, I try to be that way in a lot of ways to where, look, it's about the issues. It's about, it, it's not necessarily about the personalities and it, and I think we're all in agreement in, on a lot of the issues. It's where we don't agree on the approach and, and we've got to work that out and, and and figure out what the best approach is going to be, um, well, I like think a forced vote. This
0: way, oh, sorry i I think about it this way, man. And and you know, uh, I am not a, I'm not a mathematics expert, but but uh, but I think I know enough that that I feel like this is the right way to be. Um, if you are you know a left leaning person, like whatever that means to you, like like if you identify as a socialist, communist, anarchist, or or just like lefty or whatever label you want to throw at it. But if you are a, a genuine you know, leftist, a, a left person in the United States, you are still part of arguably the smallest group politically. And if we're, let's say, maybe about 10% uh, uh, politically, there's still about 90% of the country we need to try to convince to agree with us and, and to try to see why these policies would make where we live a better place. I'd rather focus on winning over that, those 90% than tearing each other and that 10% apart just because we don't agree on every single thing. You're not going to find someone that you agree with 100% of the time. But if, but if there's people out there and it's just like a 90% of things, we're aligned. Why would we spend all this time tearing each other apart over that other 10% instead of trying to find you know, more people to, to kind of come over to our side? Um, You know, I mean, of course, there are some asterisks in a statement like that. I'm not saying that there aren't um, certain ideologies that are certainly beyond the pale. But, um, but, you know, I'm talking like other left leaning people who have good intentions and mean well, we just might not see 100% on every single thing, Um, you know, tearing each other apart. I I don't see the point in that I think it's a waste of bandwidth and a waste of energy. Um, And honestly dude i find it really fucking boring so uh i want no part in it now yeah. or ever
1: yeah uh, again like look we're there, there's so much stuff to cover and and so many things that are happening out there to fight against corporate duopoly to fight against the machine that's actually again what I, I i agree with what you're saying I, i'm with you there um Again it's 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 just a hard it's it's a hard road to navigate, you know. You got there's sure. a lot of there's a lot of noise out there. And again, I that's why I, I commend you for for cutting through that and, and just kind of staying focused and doing and doing your thing and and I appreciate you doing that. Um uh, I did I did again Reef did ask because he runs the Door Discord and people in the Door Discord, they're all patrons. They wanted to ask when you're coming back to the show. They do they they do miss Ron on the show. So they wanted to put a plug in and hope you're coming back soon. I know, I know you're kind of on hiatus and on break now from, from there, but uh, did, did want to, uh, to, to just put that in.
0: Well, I mean, thank you for that. And, and yeah, I mean, it, it's, um, you know, I, I mean, people, people get really, uh, really caught up on these things and, and, and I have seen, you know, people have tweeted stuff like that at me and stuff. And, and I really I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, everyone always asks these questions like, are, are you and Jimmy enemies now? And it's just like, no, we're not, we're not enemies, not at all. Uh, you know, I still got a holiday card from the guy, uh, you know, so, uh, so thank you for that. I, I appreciate that, uh, that sentiment, but, uh, you know, right now I'm, I'm kind of doing my own thing and, and Jimmy's doing his own thing and, and that's the way it is right now.
1: Yeah, you got a movie coming out. You you you're producing the Dollop with Dave Anthony, right? That, that's, I'm not. I'm not producing. Uh, it. I'm,
0: I'm not. Yeah, you know, I'm not. Are you writing for it? Dollop. I write for the Dollop. Some, yeah, which has been a lot of fun. Yeah, I've, I've written. Uh, I've written a couple episodes alongside uh Dave, and uh yeah, that's been a blast. That's a really fun podcast. That's uh um, you know, I. It's funny, man. I don't really. I don't really consume content via YouTube that much because I mostly, you know, I I consume stuff when I'm like running around the beach usually. So the only podcast I really listen to is The Dollop, and now I listen to it in a more, um, you know, like a more scrutinizing way because I, you know, like I'm writing some for it. So like, I'll listen to stuff that I wrote and, and I'll be like, okay, did this work well for Dave? And what should I have done differently? What, how should my approach have changed? Um, or if something went really well, like, like I like, I know a lot of people like the, um, the Brooks Brothers episode that they just dropped was really well received. And I, I did, I did a lot of the writing on that one. So I'm like, okay, why did what did I do right there? Why did people, you know, we kind of caught lightning in a bottle. I feel like, how did I play my role in that? Um, so, you know, I listened to the dollop. Um, I listened to Richard Wolf. I mm. listened to a podcast called Krista Makes a Podcast, which is a podcast by, uh, if anyone's into music, it's a podcast by the lead singer of Less Than Jake. And uh, <laughs> it's it's all about songwriting and music. And I freaking love that podcast. And, uh, and then I listened to some I listened to a couple podcasts about screenwriting too. I'm not going to like go into a bunch of details there. Cause it'll get like too insider baseball and hyper nerdy, but, uh, but yeah, I listened to some screenwriting podcasts and, uh, and yeah, so that's kind of where I get my, uh, my content. So, you know, I mean, w- when you were bringing up how I, I kind of stay out of, um, you know, I, I kind of stay out of the drama and the bickering. And, and you mentioned that about me, which I appreciate you mentioning. Um, part of the reason for that is is not only because I have no interest in it, but also because I'm not even hip to most of it. <laughs> like I really don't. Because again, the stuff I listen to, I just told you. Right. So people will be like, Ron, did you hear about what Show & said about Show and & Show? And it's just like, no, I no. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear about that. Sorry. I mean, I know people have even said stuff about me. That i it never got I never heard about it like, did you hear that and I'm like no I didn't and uh, you know if they know me and they got an issue they should drop me an email or, or, or say it to me I don't know why they you know said it on a show or whatever they could they know how to reach me but uh you know such is the world we live in there, there's a certain like um there's a certain professional wrestling aspect to it and uh, I have no interest in that professional wrestling actually takes physical skill too by the way
1: Yes, it does, and and those guys, they it's scripted, but they get they get hurt and they they throw their they body hurt, into man. all kinds of stuff and, man,
0: no, no uh, disrespect you, to professional wrestling. You watch man, the I wrestler,
1: the holy moly, Mickey, Mickey Rourke just did that such justice at the end. Uh,
0: he did such a good job, and and it's so I mean you know a lot of those guys have that story where it's like they kind of got ripped off. A lot of them, you know, that they never really got the compensation they deserved or life kind of got in the way and, and they had a rough fall from grace and yeah, it's a bummer, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know,
0: I know a lot of comics who kind of, who are kind of that way too, that well, kind of had Mickey Rourke's life, you know? Oh my so, God. It's, it's, uh, I know a lot of them. It's, it's a, uh, it's, it's been a rough couple of years too in that regard, but
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, and uh, yeah. It's closing all the clubs and, yeah, they they had to f- figure it out again. Like we we, uh, we we're big fans of like like Bert and Tom and 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 the Rogan guys and, and just again trying to support stand up comedy in every way we can. I, I like you know Tom, Tom Pye. Comedians hate when I talk about when you talk about other comedians, and I'm not going to do it to you now. <laughs> um, you've been super respectful uh, with 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 your time. Uh, I told you it was going to be a half hour, and you gave me more than that, and. I just want to say thank you again so much. Anything else you want to plug? I know you've got that movie coming out, so please, any, anybody, uh, go to Patreon wherever you can. Uh, can you talk about the movie a little bit?
0: Yeah, totally. I'd love to. And and thanks for having me. This has been a really fun chat. So so thank you, and and thanks for what you do. You know, I mean, it, it's cool that you you know have a platform for people to find different content. And you know, I, I don't know why anyone would give you shit for who you do and don't include i mean you're just kind of making a list you're just doing your best and and from what i've seen you you cover a lot of um you cover different perspectives so you know people who may feel one way or another they're going to find something they connect with so i I think that's the cool thing to do when you're curating a list of of news so uh you know kudos to you and um as far as other stuff yeah, so if people want to join my Patreon, patreon.com slash Ron Placone. And uh, I do make theme songs for people. I've made theme songs for podcasts. Um, uh, that's something that I do on a, on a regular basis, which is a lot of fun. I've made theme songs for couples. It's been a gift for people. So I, so I do have to mention Valentine's Day is coming up. A personalized theme song does make a cool gift. And you can get that over on my Patreon for a Give What You Can level. So whatever level you're comfortable giving, whether it's a dollar a month or more, you get all the perks, which is like the my patron streams once a week. I do Zoom shows just for patrons uh, uh, regularly. And I'll make you a theme song. And there's all kinds of other like videos that aren't available anywhere else and stand-up clips and stuff like that. That's all for a Give What You Can level. Sometimes people order more than one theme song. Uh, you do get one included with your Patreon. Uh, and if you want like a second one or, or however many, uh, usually people just kind of pay me uh, extra for that on, on just a uh, a la carte basis. But yeah, patreon.com slash romplacone. If that is of interest to you. And my movie is called left at wall. It's a movie. Um, it's a movie that is loosely based on what happened with the GameStop stock uh, and the Robin hood app. It, it's based on that. It's a fictional story. It's not a real story, um but it is loosely based on what happened and it's about two brothers and uh i play the main brother and then my brother is actually played by gareth from the dollop uh so he's playing huh. uh my brother and uh yeah we we dropped the trailer and you can go um you can go uh, on my twitter it's my pin tweet you can just go at romplacone you can also find it on my youtube channel romplacone or Rockfin. Ron Placone, you can find that movie trailer. Uh, we are crowdfunding uh, some of the um, you know, resources to pay for the film. So you can go to GoFundMe.com, type in Left at Wall. That's the name of the movie, Left at Wall. And uh, you can watch the trailer. If you uh, want to make a contribution to help get the film made, That'd be phenomenal. If you can't, totally understand. Just please uh, do share it out. Let your friends know. That goes a long way. And uh, I guess I will mention this because uh, you never know who might be listening. We are still on the lookout for some formal formal investors into the film. So if you are somebody who has the type of means where you are interested in investing in an indie film project, we are on the lookout for some of those. Um, So yeah, uh, you can email me about that. If that is of interest, ronplacone.com uh, is the best way to get in contact with me. And that's where you can find the, the, the movie trailer. You can find it on uh, all social media, like I just mentioned, mm-hmm. and uh, please do check it out.
1: Thanks, man. Um, uh, actually, some of Ron's links are in, are in the uh, description. Now I've got the Patreon, the rock fan, the Twitter, and uh, one of the other ones. But, uh, I know that you're also on Instagram he runs everywhere, man. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm he, Ron
0: Placone on everything. I make it easy. And, and then hustles. also I guess the last thing I'll mention is I got some tour dates coming up. I'm going to be in uh, Los Angeles, February 10th. If there's any local LA folks, uh, come out February 10th. Tickets for that are on sale now. And then, uh, I'm going to be in the Northeast in, uh, in April. So I'm going to be in Pittsburgh, Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, uh, Burlington, uh portland maine boston and new york city so doing a nice little northeast canadian uh run i'm calling that my poutine not pipelines tour and uh, so i hope to see you then too for everyone who's in those cities and all those tickets are available now at romplicone.com.
1: right and and i and you said that uh the patrons also can can get hooked up with a with a meet and greet right if they, if they end up coming to a show locally uh, i thought i thought i heard you say on one of your streams of course
0: i mean well i mean you don't have to be a patron for that i mean i i do a meeting i mean i i'm always after our stand-up shows or my stand-up shows i'm always around after selling t-shirts and uh happy to talk to anyone who wants to talk to me Uh, you know whether you want to buy if you want to buy a shirt that's great but even if you you don't or you're not able to please come say hi uh so yeah i mean i i do uh yeah meet and greets are always just part of the show so yeah
1: april 25th new york city where's where, new where york are you city, playing new april 25th where you playing new york city
0: uh broadway comedy club
1: broadway comedy okay my, yeah. my bachelor party was at the comedy cellar so
0: oh really i'm gonna
1: i'm gonna do what i can to make it out for that and uh and, yeah, and maybe we'll, we'll out, bring man. out the we'll bring out the indie news network and we'll uh we'll, we'll make it an inn trip
0: that sounds like a blast, dude. I look forward to that,
1: you know, uh, for sure. Uh, again, I I really appreciate your time and and just thank you so much for all you do. And we're going to, I'd love to do this again sometime soon. Uh, Maybe we'll get in next time. He'll, he'll join too. He's he's fan and we we watch all your stuff and just, uh, again, keep, keep doing what you're doing. Really appreciate you and, and really appreciate you coming on today. And and thank you everybody for coming in and chatting, uh, friends of Indy left. Have a great one. Thanks for having me. Bye, everybody.